Welcome back to the Free Idea Podcast, episode number two. Today I want to talk about philosophies, um, passion, and hobbies. And sort of how they both become one thing or simply just talk about them in general. So let's go with philosophies first. That is one topic that I'm really into at the moment on how interesting is that thinkers in the past of many, many years ago, way too many years ago, before even Christ in the, in the religion of Christianity, before Christ there were already people thinking very deep things. In fact, the atom they discovered way before Christ by, I can't remember exactly their names, but they did do it by following logic. For example, they started to think, how are things made? And they started to break down things to the smallest piece. Eventually they were thinking, there has to be a limit to how many pieces you can break one object. And then there has to be there has to be something that makes up that object something like a puzzle piece which i think they used to call it uh i forgot rice or uh, seeds i think they used to call them seeds instead of atoms seeds and these seeds would make one thing with logic they also came up with the idea that these things have to be um stationary or something can't remember too greatly in fact i should study it before speaking about it but let's move on <laughs> um, they did discover the atom way way before but they described it differently and they realized that it was an object somewhere and that things are not created randomly in the sky so these things are not exactly colliding with each other but they are floating except they're staying together so with that said they were very deep thinkers. And now let's go to passion. Passion, I had an interesting talk about... I really want to do this again. I really want to do this again. I know that is no takes, no two takes. I want to do it all in one take, but the nerves is the episode two, and I really like what I'm talking about, that all my ideas are just... Uh, clashing onto each other. Normally I would be able to talk about this very easily, but right now I know there's no pressure, not, no pressure whatsoever. It's just me talking to this microphone and looking at my computer screen. Well, let me go on to passion, because that is something in, that is fresh in my mind. A few days ago I talked to an artist, and this person was talking a lot about how uh, drawing and painting people on a piece of paper was her passion and how she had fun doing this and discovered it at the age of 30. At, and some people may realize this would be a late age or an early age depending on who you are and what's your experience. To me it kind of sounds like an early age to discover your passion because I feel that passions are very difficult to find, extremely. Well, maybe they're easy to find, but uh, hard to make money out of them. Like that artist was making 
um, money out of it and it's not much I I would imagine it's just enough to get by there's some fears here and there where you need to uh, take care of the bills but essentially you're enjoying your job you're enjoying what you're doing as with any other job there's always that risk but regardless she found her passion and as she talked about it I could feel it I could sense it it was it was in the air it goes through the words one can hear the excitement coming out of as the person tells the story of how she discovered this and it kind of was like a normal story for that happens to many of us where we get a job and there's a dead end and it's not a fun job you kind of wake up in the morning and it's hard to stand up from bed and eventually you sort of figure out that it's not exactly what you want or it's not making you really happy it's helping you survive it pays the bills but it doesn't help you live and that's the goal that most of us should have to live and in the words of alan watts a philosopher uh, i would say modern he said one must find a way to getting paid for playing getting paid for playing that is one's goal and it sounds amazing but it's extremely difficult to do many people fail and many others don't really get the chance to ever do that now some of us prefer to have hobbies that's easier it is way easier to have hobbies and as a comedian Bill Burr said a hobby is something that you spend money on <laughs> it's just something that takes your money away it doesn't give you money back and it's a funny way of seeing it and differentiating passion from a hobby let's say in, in the in the words of alan uh, you gotta get paid for playing and in the words of the comedian bill you a hobby is something that you spend money on so that's let's say let's put it right there that's the difference uh, right now at this moment so i have many passions uh sorry many hobbies like uh, playing instruments musical instruments playing video games and here and there something artistic like a podcast a youtube or a making clay and then uh, on and on and on and on many many more hobbies but none of them is my passion none of them because well i'd never do one of them for too long eventually i stop and i also never take it farther to to the point of making money so i never have a motivation to continue eventually these hobbies um are just hobbies as a phase for a time i am super into music for another time i just stop and i am into uh, molding clay and then i stop and i am into painting and then i am into youtube and goes on and on and on i would say that is like a face but a hobby is very good to have and it helps i would say helps the people a lot to de-stress to take away pain inside or to just do something that is fun during the day that as strange as it sounds it's fun for the person but it wouldn't be for others uh, it's like let's give you this super random example about somebody going to the club and having fun I I know a person who has a lot of fun partying and clubbing and it really looks like it's uh, a hobby or a passion almost 
I mean, it's not making money out of it, but it's such a part of his life that I would say if he could, he he would make money out of it. And then it's me who I really don't have fun in there for no reason. <laughs> it's difficult for me. But uh, on a trip that I went to, uh, it was like a farm and there was a cow and I pet that cow and I had a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a simple pet that just looking at the cow it was beautiful, this massive beast with wonderful brown hair all around the body and it's so scary scary and muscular and you think this this thing can kill you so easily and it's not it's not killing you it's letting you feed it and letting you put a hand on the nose and just pet it and to me that is something fun to do so you see it's pretty pretty weird how one person can have fun in the club and another has bored then that same person who is bored is just having an amazing time petting a cow. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. But I think that's where I'm going with hobbies and passions. Everybody is different and these things are fun for the person who is doing it. Like really fun. It's difficult to explain it to anyone. Except I am sure you can feel it. When somebody is passionate about something, you will definitely have a sense of it. It shows up in their work. It shows up the amount of detailed, the amount of attention. They, they pay so much of it. They can talk hours about their one topic. And they can make you feel interested in listening to the topic even if you have no, no need to know that information or no interest in it. It's just how they say it, that punch. It's, it feels good. And every time I talk to somebody who has a passion, I also sense it. I feel it. And it, it makes me uh, happy. I feel like I share their excitement. And I think that's what makes listening to other people's passion talk about it exciting. It's, they, they share the feeling. Now, it is difficult to make money with a passion. How does one do it? I don't know. The common... Advice is always to keep doing the one thing that you're doing and eventually will pay off as long as you don't expect the money. Now, that is a very bizarre thing because if you want money, uh, you'll be doing it kind of like if... How can I say it? You try to stop yourself from wanting the money, but of course, in the back of your mind, you want to make money because you wish you could be doing this full time. So... Kind of like when, when you're looking for an item in the house and it's lost. You don't know where the item is. You look for it everywhere. And then when you stop thinking about it, when you forget and go, nah, all of a sudden it appears. And it appears in the most obvious spot and random. And you think, well, how did I miss this? It was there all along. So kind of like that with that idea is when you think about wanting something it escapes your hands like alan what said if you want control the only way to get it is by letting go it's so strange but yes you're in control when you let go of let's say certain feelings if 
you let go of happiness. You're finally not trying to be happy. And it's such a thing that happens to me when I try and try to be happy and try to do things that I think will be fun for me. I just become miserable. <laughs> it's not making me happy. It feels like work and it feels intense and it's like squishing out the happiness. Like, come on, give me happiness, but it's not coming. And with that same idea, I feel that when you want to make money in a passion, it is a similar situation. You try so hard to make it that it just won't happen. It won't, and it's mysterious how that is. Um, don't understand it. I just know that from people that I've listened to, um, one example is the Joe Rogan experience podcast whenever he talks about his success he says he was just having fun and being random with his podcast talking to his friends and eventually it became a thing and now he's number one same i believe with uh, the youtuber pewdiepie number one he also was just doing his thing playing video games and doing commentary because that was fun for him and eventually started bringing in money and he quit his job and his uh, college career because why do you need a degree when you're making more money at this point that's the point of a degree to make money for most people so if you're making the money then you don't need it he quit and kept it going and grew up grew up as a number one youtuber and makes a lot of money i wouldn't know if he's the most paid of all but he can live off of it and that is amazing those are two people who have made their passion work for them but their goal was not money and so i think is it because i just listened to these stories what about the person who was after the money and got the money there are people like that uh, another youtuber who is a financial mm, he gives some advices on how to work with your money and how to make more and, and he invested in houses and bought properties and then rent them out and sold some and that is he's purposely making money so it is also possible to purposely want to make money although i don't know what was his first um, his first idea before buying his first home what was his goal in the beginning that i don't know i don't know if he would correlate with the other two who didn't have a plan in the beginning and it just worked out but now that's about uh, passion and how you make money out of it <laughs> maybe here with this cat here fighting with his own foot scratching his own nose that's a kidding's play well obvious and passion very, <laughs> very difficult thing to make money out of them but it does make us happy so uh, one has to think about their worth and I think it's um, value its value is as enormous for the soul of the person now I want to also keep going and talk about some of the philosophies of Alan Watts he believed that uh, you you should surround yourself with things that you like doing and I am not entirely sure of this but something about just 
No, I, I don't know, so I wouldn't say it. All I know is that he fortunately passed away, but doing the one thing he he liked. He, I think, drank too much alcohol one night and just didn't wake up anymore. And that maybe that looks like a sad way to go, except for him, he had this, in most of his talks, he had this idea of uh, pursuing what you like and not really have a limit. But that, I'm not exactly sure how he would say it. It's simply just do what you like and life happens and life does what it does. Of course, in my opinion, it would be better if he could um, take care of his health a bit more. And then we would, ha we would have more of him into this world and listen to more of his mind. But either way, each has their own way of living and thinking. And so does with every passion and hobby. Everybody tends to be a little bit different. You can have many artists, a paint, a person, and they all will illustrate it differently in their painting. A different nose, a different mouth, a different um, way of drawing the outlines. It's all in the art style. So everybody has a style. So I like the way Alan was had this idea of simply enjoying your life, doing what you want. And he did embody it. He did put his mouth or what they say, their money in their mouth or their preach, preaching, I don't know. But, but he was the person who spoke and did. Uh, but if you get into the details, there's some, some stuff like this in any other person. But that is, wouldn't be my topic right now. Anyways, going back to philosophy. There's so many advices that I really like from uh, Epictetus and Epicurus, but uh, and also the other one, Chinese uh, Confucius. But from Epictetus, I do remember that he is into the philosophy of um, the philosophy of dealing with the pain in a way that is, it's just like saying it is what it is. <laughs> There's a story of a person who is on a boat and he cannot predict the weather. So he's like, it is what it is. And he goes into the sea. There's a storm and he tries very hard to drive the ship or uh, take care of the veils. It doesn't work out. And he's like, well, it is what it is. The next step for me to do is, is, um, to fall of this boat because there's nothing else to do anymore or let's see how the water treats me and yes he falls in the boat lands in the water and there's no way to survive that so his next thought is simply it is what it is my I have the control of how I'm going to react to this I'm about to die and I can react in two ways I can curse the gods for giving me this fate and die in anger or I can simply accept it and let's say go away in peace so he had that uh, I think this is called a stoic or a stoicism the belief where um, 
you accept your fate. You have control of what you have control of. Certain things you don't have it, and so you don't worry about them. And where you do have the control, you also don't worry too much about it because you will do something about it. So um, let's say falling asleep is not in our control. We can stay awake, but eventually we will fall asleep. Uh, the weather is not in control as of now. So if it's a rainy day on a day that you wanted to do stuff outside, eh, don't get angry. It's not your fault. However, if you're a person who is losing many friends, you are in control to find out why. And once you do, depending on what it is, maybe you do have control to change that reason as to why people are leaving you or maybe why you're not so friendly. And you can, let's say, seek out uh, advice on the internet or books about it, uh, talk to people about why they think this is happening to you. So you're in control of seeking that information and to want to change. It's a philosophy that I really like. Because it puts, it puts um, control on yourself. It gives you power to not say... The gods gave me this life and it is what it is. It's like, yes, they gave me this life. They gave me these lemons and I will do my best to make lemonade. And if they don't give me sugar for it, well, I make some lemon puree and find a way to use it. You know, you just find what you can do with whatever you have. And how does this tie to passions and hobbies? Uh, with the reason or fact that we don't have any control with what happens to our hobbies. We don't have control whether we make money or not. We could take some opportunities, but from the very beginning, it's up to the people or let's say the customers to buy our product. It's up to them to like it and to want more of it. There is it's not in us. Although we could advertise it and we could give free stuff, um, shout outs, I don't, you can do things to encourage and motivate, but it's not really in your hands. So there's a balance in there or a give and take. Um, one person said, as long as you make the best you can make, just keep doing it and hopefully it sticks. But that's um, part of it. There's not much control over what sticks. Sometimes, as it has happened to artists and to me, we make multiple works, multiple, so many. And there's some that we put a lot of effort in it, so much. And they never catch up. For some reason, they get very few views or likes, uh, comments. And then one where you didn't put any work at all, where you just like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't want to do this as uh, perfect as I used to do it. You just finish it, here it goes, boom. Out in the world you go. And it becomes like a hit. And uh, it leaves us wondering, what the hell? What happened here? How do people like this when I just didn't care? And the one where I like put a lot of effort, nobody's paying attention to happens often has happened to me uh, on YouTube um, not on YouTube on Quora where I write so many answers and put a lot of effort and then some I'm just like whatever and they get 
6,000 views. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> what is going on? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> Putting so much effort. And that's another thing that we are, it's not in our control. It's a good example of how we want, we, we think that the most effort we put into something, the more we will get into in return. But it's not like that. And to crack the code as to why and if we could replicate to get more views and more this and more that, I don't know. I haven't figured it out and I am not sure if it's possible. I can only come up with random things like follow what you like doing and give give it off to the fate of the world. Or maybe it's because you didn't care that it was so freestyled and full of love or full of the something, the sauce that people wanted. So next time, try to do it more freestyle, try to enjoy it. Uh, but then I think you fall into the same problem of chasing something to the point that it disappears. Where is my happiness? And you're sad all the time thinking that you're not happy because you're looking for it. It's a, it's a what? It's like, it's a reverse thing. I want to be happy. Therefore, I am always thinking that reason I want to be happy is because I am not, not happy. And so every time you try to do something that is fun, you're having in mind, I'm trying to have fun because I am an unhappy person. So there you go. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Give or take, I don't know, pretty uh, big ponderings, food for thought. Uh, just had fun talking about it. It really didn't have much of a point, although I tried to make it about passion, philosophy, and hobbies. Um, but yeah, you take, you take what you take from this. Hope you enjoyed it, and see you next time.